Welcome to Rocktail Hour, an hour's worth of rockin' good time in about 15 minutes with your buddies Treg, Ryan, and JD. Two and a half old guys that are a testament. You're, you're half an old guy, JD. <laughs> that are a testament to the fact that rock and roll keeps you young. In each Rocktail Hour, we bring you our favorite stories behind the greatest rock and roll tunes of all time and other interesting musings about the music and the rockers who inspire us. Today, JD is going to bring us the story behind The Freshman by The Verve Pipe. That's right, The Verve Pipe. Thanks, Treg. Um, not to be confused with The, the Verve. Verve. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, while, while this song was climbing the charts, uh, British group The Verve had broken into America with their hit Bittersweet Symphony. And this caused confusion uh, along the lines I, of... I still get them confused. I yeah. thought they changed their name. <laughs> so, okay, good. <laughs> this was similar to the confusion of the Black Crows, Counting Crows, Cheryl Crow. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like Jefferson Enigma. Airplane, Jefferson Starship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that... Um, what is a verve pipe anyway? Do you know? <laughs> I have no idea. No idea. What's a verve? Yeah. <laughs> good question. The album art was... It's like some one of those. It always reminded me of one of those drinking birds that. Okay. <laughs> and I can't. I can't. And now that we're talking about this, I can't remember if that was the Verve pipe or the Verb. The Verve that had oh. that that album art. But um, this one, I I really wanted to know what was going on in this song because um, my whole teenage years, this was huge. And and then after the teenage years, when I was abroad, we'd talk about this song and and discuss you were its abroad? meaning. And I was abroad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't either. <laughs> Very good looking one. <laughs> and uh, we'd talk about this and, and try and pick apart what it meant. And we'd look at the lyrics and, and read the lyrics and talk about what they meant. And, and now after learning a lot more about this song, we were completely off. <laughs> completely <laughs> off. However, the true. meaning of the song was pretty much the same. And that is that the freshman is... Um, it, it was actually, so Brian Vander Ark said he's the one who, he's the singer and the one who wrote the song. He said the the freshman was written in 1991, and that was one year before they were born, the the, the band, oh, the Verve Pipe. What? <laughs> <laughs> one year before the Verve Pipe was born. And they were at a house in Gull Lake, Michigan, and they'd rented the movie The Freshman with Ma- Marlon Brando and Matthew Broderick. Oh, and they were just... There was a- some uh, what's the word I'm looking for connection connection thank yeah. you yeah yeah and they, he was looking at it and he said he found himself staring just at the the case of the video and then realized that we're all freshmen at some point in our life why not write a song for all of us oh, okay and so the song has nothing to do with the movie but he said he owes the filmmakers tremendously since the song was 11 years old and yeah See, and, and I always thought this was just about him being a freshman and in college and did, did some prank that got somebody killed or something. So uh, thank you for now that I know it's about the movie. At least that's where the name came from. Go ahead. So in, in 2001, Brian explained what the song means to him on, on Verve Pipe's bulletin boards. Um, it, it starts out when I was young, I knew everything. And I obviously we all when yeah. we all think yeah. we know everything when we're young and when now we, we have do kids. though, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now that we're old. And our kids think they know everything. And um, he said, I thought I did. I didn't realize I didn't know crap until I was 36. So I misquoted that a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's a family show, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she, a punk who rarely took advice. How many people do we know like that? 
um, yeah. young young people. Almost every youth. Yes, yeah. <laughs> almost every teenager youth. And so it goes through uh, with the different lyrics and talking about it. And, and what we find out is that, is that you know, guilt-stricken sobbing with my head on the floor, something that happened that caused this reaction, but he didn't want to give that away that early in the song, so throw in some ambiguity so we wouldn't know what was going on. And then um, the, the song is actually about uh, his girlfriend at the time making the decision to uh, to uh, stop a baby's breath, to abort the baby oh, okay. uh-huh. that they had. And um, really, really sad. And very. I think that comes across in the song when you feel it and it's really s- kind of somber and, yeah, and it's sad. It's a very melancholy mood to it. Melancholy yeah. mood, but then... Uh, it picks up a little bit, and and then it, towards the end, it really builds, and and to where he's at the very end, just kind of not screaming, but just is there a happy ending to the song? Cause, <laughs> no. Because now I'm thinking this this podcast is going to ruin this song for me. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> like, like, lightning crashes my life all over again. Yes. <laughs> well, he says, um, well, it's just I guess. There could be a positive message from learning from your mistakes. Oh, okay. Because for the life of me, I can't, I cannot believe we'd ever die for these sins. We were merely freshmen, so we were just kids and let it go. We all make mistakes, etc. Yeah. So that was straight from Brian, and um, just going throughout the song, it, it just talks about the different different things and the different ways that he feels guilty about this and tried to wash our hands of all of this never talk of our lacking relationships and and uh um at the end the girl was real the the abortion is real um but this says that the, the from this source says that the death was not but i believe you heard something well, different i was just going to say i mean there's some controversy i don't know and this is one of those things where i put it out to the listeners if they have an opinion i, I love to see on the facebook page what people say if they agree or not, but, and I don't know the, how good this source is, but the source from this that I'm going to read is from a website called vervepipings.net. So it must be a, a verb, verb pipe fan page. All right, right. But anyway, one of the FAQs on the page says, what is the freshman about? And it says on this page, I'm, I'm just going to go with what it says here and not saying this is, this is factual or not, or this is Bible, but it says it was written by Brian Vanderark, which we know. And it told the story of a guy whose girlfriend had committed suicide. At the height of the freshman's success, of the song's success, Vander Ark told reporters that the song was based on bits and pieces of conversation he overheard at a party. But now he admits that the song was more personal than he had previously led the public to believe, and that his actions in covering the truth were actually cowardly. He said, this song, this, this, it happened to me, he said, but I don't want to expose myself in that way, especially without a safety net. It's funny because the freshman was written about a situation that happened to me and I said it was about somebody else, he says. He says, he continues, I was feeling guilty about the success of the freshman because it came from exploiting a girlfriend who committed suicide. So I thought, okay, I'm successful now because I wrote a song about this. That's basically exploitation. Then I thought, screw it, because I wrote this song, I made so many people happy and so many people could identify it was therapy for those people. So I thought, you know, I'm a jerk, but I want to be a hero. Oh, so that's interesting. It is interesting. interesting. And, and it, 
again, that's one of the great things about music. And maybe nobody knows but him what the song is about. And, you know, there's been musicians over the time who, like Pink Floyd, for example, who never tell what some of their songs are about and just want you to have artistic interpretation of what the song means. Right. And they'll never tell you. And they don't want they don't want us to know. They want us just to have our own opinion. So like that's the, one of the great things about music, I think. Like the ending of Inception. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't no. understand that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I totally agree. And that with this song, um, it was a huge hit. It cracked the charts in 1996. Um, and uh, Freshman was their last chart entry. They released one, two one more albums. Only? Yeah, they're, they're last. They released two more albums after that. Um, well, they had Photograph as well, I believe. But they they released two more albums in 1999 and 2001, and then they called it quits. So they they uh, they had this song. It was really good. It really had an impact on me when I was in high school. I really enjoyed listening to it and uh, trying to figure out what it was. And mm-hmm. now now that I know, I guess. Um, you can't relate quite as much. <laughs> can't can't relate quite as much, but uh, it's it's good to know, I guess, to learn and to not repeat the past. Did you see, uh, he said he wrote the song in 1991. Did you mention that? 1991. Yeah, yeah. he wrote it in 1991, but this album didn't come out until 1997. The single didn't come out until 1997. So yeah. it was a song he held on to for a long time. Long time. Was it originally recorded in 91? It was, actually. It was, re- sorry, it was released on... At least um, in 1992. 1992, yeah. an acoustic version. Different oh. than the version we know now. Yeah. So it was re- released acoustic style in the 1992 album, I've Suffered a Head Injury. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe that has something to do with the girlfriend. I don't know. <laughs> and then it was recorded a second time when they released it on the, on the 1996 album, Villains. So, Interesting. Yeah. I can see how this song would be good therapy for someone who's been in a similar circumstance. Yeah. Definitely. Or contemplating terminating a pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. They can feel the pain that someone else went through as a result of it, so maybe there's something to it. And it's a good song, great song. Nice. Very emotional, very impactful. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it's, again, it's one of those that I've never, maybe I just never paid attention to the lyrics, or I thought my mind went someplace else with it, but I think you ruined the song for me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time you listen, you can see if it does ruin I know, I'm kind of yeah. curious. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, J.D., uh, you can listen to a clip from the song on iTunes by clicking on the album link on the Rocktail Hour website. Please email us at dudes at rocktailhour.com if you think we got it all wrong, if you have an interesting rocktail of your own, or if you have a recommendation of a song that would be a good subject for Rocktail Hour. If you think we're lame, please keep that to yourself. Please follow us on Facebook and Twitter and rate us on iTunes. Until the next Rocktail Hour, rock on. Rock on.